the danger there is that you will miss the opportunity to adapt to the new reality ahead of time, and then you will get trapped. As I see it, there is a choice to be made. You can accept the failure of the system now and change your course accordingly, or you can decide that you must try and stay the course, and then you will probably have to accept your own individual failure later. So how do you prepare? Lately, I've been hearing from a lot of high-powered, successful people about their various high-powered, successful associates. Usually, the story goes something like this. My A, financial advisor, or B, my investment banker, or C, my commanding officer, has recently, A, put all his money in gold, or B, bought a log cabin up in the mountains, or C, built a bunker under his house stocked with six months of food and water. Is this normal? And I tell them, yes, of course, it's perfectly harmless. He's just having a mid-collapse crisis. (laughs) But that's not really preparation. That's just someone being colorful in an offbeat, countercultural sort of way. So how do you really prepare? Well, let's go through a list of questions that people typically ask me, and I will try to briefly respond to each one. Okay, first question. How about all these financial boondoggles? What on earth is going on? People are losing their jobs left and right, and if we calculate unemployment the way it was done during the Great Depression, instead of looking at the Cook numbers the government is trying to feed us now, then we're heading toward 20% unemployment. And is there any reason to think it'll stop there? Do you happen to believe that prosperity is around the corner? Not only jobs and housing equity, but retirement savings are also evaporating. The federal government is broke, state government is broke, some more than others. And the best they can do is print more money, which will quickly lose value. So how can we get the basics if we don't have any money? How is that done? Good question. As I briefly mentioned, the basics are food, shelter, transportation, and security. Let's focus on shelter. Shelter poses a particularly interesting interesting problem at the moment. It is still very much overpriced, with many people paying mortgages and rents that they can no longer afford, while numerous properties stand vacant. The solution, of course, is to cut your losses and stop paying. But then you might soon have to relocate. This is okay because, as I mentioned, there is no shortage of vacant properties around. Finding a good place to live will become less and less of a problem as people stop paying their rents and mortgages and get foreclosed or evicted because the number of vacant properties will only increase. The best course of action is to become a property caretaker, legitimately occupying a vacant property rent-free and keeping an eye on things for the owner. What if you can't find a position as a property caretaker? Well, you might have to become a squatter or maintain a list of vacant properties while keeping your camping gear handy. If you do get tossed out, chances are the people who tossed you out will, uh, will then think of hiring a property caretaker <laughs> to keep the squatters out. And what do you do if you become a property caretaker? Well, you take care of the property, of course, but you also look out for all of the other squatters because they are the reason you have a legitimate place to live. 
A squatter in hand is worth three absentee landlords in the bush. The absentee landlord might eventually cut his losses too and go away, but your squatter friends will remain as your neighbors. Having some neighbors is much better than living in a ghost town. What if you still have a job? How do you prepare then? The obvious answer is be prepared to, to quit or to be laid off or fired at any moment. It really doesn't matter which one of these it turns out to be. The point is to sustain zero psychological damage in the process. Get your burn rate to as close to zero as you can by spending as little money as possible so that when the job goes away, not much has to change. While at work, do as little as possible because all this economic activity is just a terrible burden on the environment. <laughs> Gently ride it to a stop and jump off. If you still have a job or if you still have some savings, what do you do with all the money? The obvious answer is build up inventory. The money will be worthless, but a box of bronze nails will still be a box of bronze nails. Buy and stockpile useful stuff, especially stuff that can be used to create various kinds of alternative systems for growing food, providing shelter, and providing transportation. And security. Thank you. If you don't own a patch of dirt free and clear where you, can put, where you can stockpile stuff, then you can rent a storage container, pay it a few years forward, and just sit on it until reality kicks in again, and there's something useful for you to do with it. Some of you may be frightened by the future I just described, and, and rightly so. There is nothing any of us can do to change the path we're on. It is a huge, huge system with tremendous inertia. And trying to change its path is like trying to change the path of a hurricane. What we can do is prepare ourselves and each other, mostly by changing our expectations, our preferences, and scaling down our needs. It may mean that you will miss out on some last uncertain bit of enjoyment. On the other hand, by refashioning yourself into someone who might stand a better chance of adapting to the new circumstances, you will be able to give to yourself and to others a great deal of hope that would otherwise not exist. Thank you.